I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now a special Talk Radio 1210 WPHT presentation. It's reading, writing, and reason. Now here's your host, Dom Giordano. Hey, welcome in, everyone. Our weekly edition of Reading, Writing, and Reason. Dom Giordano with you. Dan at the controls. And boy, what a week it was. We had that big win around the uh, big win in Jersey. But we're losing on college campuses, maybe high schools across the country. You've seen it play out, the anti-Semitism, just the sheer ignorance. And we had two great guests on my Noon to Three show this week, breaking down some of the reasons why. Stella Morabito was with us uh, post-COVID, but her book about loneliness and how petty tyrants exploit that to get people to buy into something, to feel that they're part of something. She wrote a great piece. We talked about it with her, about college campuses or high school, kids in general, and how this was playing out because of a need to belong and not to go against ignorance here. Here's what Stella Morabita told me, her theory about what we're seeing play out. Stella, thank you very much, of course, for the book, but also this week with a unique look of what we've seen on college campuses. Well, thank you so much, Don. It's great to be back here with you. Uh, Tell me, um, when you talk about the process, who are the processors? Is there intentionality to come to this conclusion or is it more they just uh, think this is kind of the right course of action? They feel good about the world. Their ideology is this, and they're conditioning these kids. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my book, The Weaponization of Loneliness, I point out, or, you know, I try to get the readers to understand that the, the processors, as you would say, or the, the, the tyrants, are really... Um, you know, a kind of a, a mashup of any kind of power-hungry, uh, you know, dictator, demagogue. It could just be a toxic boss. It could be um, anyone who takes advantage of the very natural human vulnerability, that extreme fear of being cast out, ostracized. And, uh, you know, they may be doing it intentionally or just instinctively, but it's, um, I believe that it drives so much human behavior 
because our need to be connected to others as well as our fear of being ostracized are very hardwired into us, and we need to pay a whole lot more attention to how that process works, that process of thought reform or whatever you want to call it, because uh, as we're seeing today on these college campuses, and of course we've seen with CEOs and so many other people of influence, that they just kind of allow these absolutely crazy ideas to take hold. Um, you know, it wasn't that long ago that mass killing was something we could all agree was a bad thing. We'd call it a crime against humanity, crimes against humanity. And today, to see these college students basically taking the side of, you know, the assassins, um, you know, that's not saying that there are people caught in the crossfire, Palestinians or whatever, but... Um, you know, when we're talking about uh, assassins, we're talking about, uh, you know, people who just, uh, you know, have, uh, you know, take, taken off with ma- what we call mass killings uh, in the mm-hmm. past. Uh, it was, um, I mean, th- this is a process. This is a process of conditioning uh, that, you know, the college campuses have, uh you know, it's not so much ideology, whether it's transgender stuff or, you know, climate alarmism or whatever else. It's that fear of being cast out because you aren't on, like, so, you know, the right side of history or the right side of, you know, the the the, the issue. And that's what we're seeing. Uh, Stella, when I first started in talk radio, several hosts, we would get this all the time, and we'd tell people the reason why talk radio is a counterbalance People hear this, they can call in, they hear people like you, and they realize they're not alone. I mean, the media, if you just went with the rest of the, most of the rest of the media, they would have you believe that you are an extreme outlier if you have those thoughts. And you may not be connecting with people that think, we just, I just did a trip with about 60 people, uh, Stella. We went to Italy of listeners, and several of them, normal, everyday, successful business They said one of the great things about this trip, they felt they could actually say whatever they were thinking and not feel that they were in an environment where they'd be cast out. Just what you're talking about. Oh, that's absolutely right, Dom. And, you know, when you look at some of these people, you know, the, the, the point is to shut us up so that everybody thinks that it's a fringe opinion, which may be a majority opinion. Like, if you look at these uh, kids on campus, you know, they, they're very invested in getting their credential. They're scared to death that they're not going to get their credential, their degree or whatever, if they're, you know, if they're seen as, uh, you know, being on the wrong side of the issue. But honestly, they don't really know what they believe. I mean, it's like polling. Polling only tells you what people say they believe, you know, whether mm-hmm. kids will say, I'm against, uh, you know, free speech is hate speech, or whether they say that, or socialism is a great thing. They say that. All that tells you is what people say. It doesn't really tell you what they really believe. And as you said, you know, you took that trip and you were able to express what you believed, and that's what the civil society is all about. If we can't talk openly to one another... We can't get to know one another. And that's exactly the way tyrants uh, like Mao Zedong and Stalin, and you go right down the line, that's what they wanted. They wanted you to feel all alone, and everybody uh, would disagree with anything that you might say that wouldn't be in line with the narrative. And, you know, that's how it works. And it's all, part, it's all a process 
Uh, we need to pay attention to these methods, these tactics, these processes, this conditioning before we look at the ideology. Like I said, they don't. They, I don't think they really even understand. Yeah, that's that a that great insight. The other insight Stella Morabito has that I like too. Uh, we're not saying everybody's a Hitler or Mao or whatever. Uh, some of these are kind of petty little bureaucratic tyranny, and at the college level. These people, well, mm-hmm. we, we even see it with, uh, we've seen it with Disney and things like that. Some of these people infiltrate it. They get into a particular position and then they drive an agenda. The others don't agree with it, but they go along with it because they figure, what the heck? You know, I don't want to either be fired, cast out, whatever. Yeah. And, and that's how it works. And it could be a relatively small number of people that are actually that dictatorial, but it doesn't take a whole lot on a college campus. To do this, I can't even know how many colleges I would recommend where you could go and it wouldn't be that sort of feeling that you can't say certain everyday things that you and I would say. Uh, It's getting to be rarer and rarer. So what's the best way to combat this? Well, there are two things that we need to keep in mind. Number one, free speech is a use-it-or-lose-it proposition. And we absolutely, everybody has their own threshold. I mean, you know, some people have a more delicate situation than others. But there have to be leaders, there have to be people who are willing to speak up, and then others will follow. And just like you said on that trip, you know, you know, have this sense of, you know, how refreshing. And then when you know that, you know, somebody else can, you know, feels as you do and you know you're not alone, you can have a real conversation, you've got to, we have absolutely got to start that. We have to start building these parallel, what they call parallel policies, parallel institutions, just, you know, little um, nuggets of communities where uh, we can, you know, speak openly to one another and then that ripples outward. Number two, we absolutely have to protect and guard our personal relationships because, Dom, we didn't even get into this, but I wrote a three-part series uh, a little while back about the Surgeon General's. Um, he has this advisory out about, uh, you know, the health issue, the epidemic of loneliness, and how the government's going to try to solve our problem of loneliness. But in a nutshell, what I gathered by reading that 81-page um, advisory is it's really a blueprint for, the, for basically the infiltration of uh, private life and regulation of private relationships. So that's, that's really bad news. And we need to guard those relationships because that is what allows us to have that sense that we are not alone and we can fall back on our relationships with family, with friends, with God, to build the inner strength we need to resist all this stuff. Now, how did this happen, though, that Hillary Clinton lifted the very title of your book, The Weaponization <laughs> of Loneliness? Hillary wrote an Atlantic piece with the same exact title. What the heck is going on there? Oh, I know. I saw that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was The Weaponization of Loneliness by Hillary Rodham Clinton. I've never seen my uh, title used except in relation to my book until Hillary Clinton picked it up (laughs) in that Atlantic uh, monthly piece or Atlantic piece, which was really to, to push for that advisory I was telling you about. But the whole thing read like an enemies list where she was using that title to flip um, you know, my thesis, uh, and basically say it's all the right-wingers who 
are causing our loneliness epidemic, you know, and she starts naming her enemies, Newt Gingrich, Rush Limbaugh, Steve Bannon, you know, she goes off using all these terms dozens of times, and that's all it was. Uh, and I think that it's it was meant to uh, put uh, another, you know, just just use the uh, uh, put a left wing spin on that title, and uh, it it's it was unbelievable. But well, there you have it. Yeah, well, it's a great book, and I'm so glad that you continued the thread of it with what's going on in college campuses. It's unique. I I think you're right. Uh, you know, some of this polling is very suspect some of the activities to actually know how far they go with this. But there are, I do think there are more than I ever could have imagined of activists there pushing this that do believe, you know, the the evidence would be taking, just ripping down those um, posters of the hostages that were held, children, et cetera. It's become a sport to do that. But the numbers Mm -hmm. that show up at these protests and or sign off, they may be doing it to have kind of credibility with what they have to deal with day to day rather than actually believe it. Uh, yeah. No, it, it's uh, hopefully this will taper off a little bit as, uh, you know, as there's more pushback. But there absolutely has to be pushback. And like you said, Dom, it really doesn't take many to infiltrate an institution. I mean, you can get on, like, one local board and uh, change the whole – I mean, some people who are really determined can just be, like, one member of a board, and and uh, before you know it, you know, they, they use these tactics and mm-hmm. uh, and things change. Uh, you know, I think that we've had too many decades of uh, obedience to political correctness, and so we're kind of like, uh, today is the wake-up call. Exactly. Well, the book lays it all out, how to combat it, exactly what's going on here, the weaponization of loneliness, Stella Morabito. Is there a website, Stella, to go to? Well, right now, uh, net. that's my personal blog. It's not real up-to-date at the moment, but th- there's that. And you can go to uh, thefederalist.com slash author slash Morabito one word, and you can find all of my writing uh, for The Federalist. And then, um, you know, my book is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, but it's only online right now. So... Uh, that's mostly where people go. Just put in the weaponization of loneliness, Stella Morabito. Don't put in Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yeah, great great having you again, Stella. Great insight, too. Thank you. I'm sure this is going to come up again and again. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me, Dom. All right, that's Stella Morabito here on Reading, Writing, and Reason. Coming up, Tiffany Justice has been with us several times. She's one of the founding founders of Moms for Liberty who are still getting people on the other side crazy. She joined us to talk about their initiatives across the country to stop anti-Semitism, particularly coming from California. She's next on Reading, Writing, and Reason. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Our second guest this week on Reading, Writing, and Reason. By the way, don't forget to tell people about this podcast. We get the biggest people in the country and locally talking about insight into what's going on in schools, education, the spending, colleges. And Tiffany Justice, one of the founders of Moms for Liberty, joined us to talk about the roots of some of this anti-Semitism in California, what they're trying to do to prevent it across the country. Here's what Tiffany laid out for us. Tiffany, welcome back to Philadelphia. Love the convention here and all the good stuff you brought. So tell us, uh, what is Moms for Liberty involved in around anti-Semitism on college campuses? Well, honestly, you, you, what we're working on is K-12 through and, and trying to stop the anti-Semitism and the indoctrination that we're seeing being taught in our K-12 through schools. Because ultimately, these kids end up in college, and, and we see what that looks like right now, having college kids all over America doing these anti-Israel uh, protests. Um, and, and really supporting the genocide uh, and, and of, of the Israeli people. Um, and so um, we have many Jewish members. Um, we have lots of kids that are in college. We have lots of kids that are in public school. Um, and what we know to be true is that a lot of the teaching that we see happening across the United States doesn't stay where it initially starts. So in California, I don't know if you're familiar with the ethnic studies curriculum. Have you ever heard of that yes. before? Yes, Tiffany. That? Yes, I have. And, and ethnic studies and de- it teaches about decolonization, and decolonization is a euphemism for genocide. And um, it, it's extremely concerning that our children are being divided in their schools, that they're being taught to hate each other, that they're being taught um, to discriminate against each other. And you know a tree by its fruit. And what we see happening on these college campuses are years of, of indoctrination that these kids have gone through. Um, and it needs to stop. And so American moms or dads and dads are standing up and saying, enough. We want our children to be taught how to read, to write, to do math. But we do not want them divided um, amongst their peers. And we do not want them to believe that the color of their skin or the religion that they practice has any effect on their ability to be successful in a classroom. So, Tiffany, um, let's drill down on this a little bit. I'm glad you're on on that uh, because I've talked about it a little bit myself, this colonization thing, because on the left, It's not right and wrong anymore. If you get the tag oppressor, for whatever reason they come up with, it's flexible, versus oppressed, then anything you do if you're in the oppressed category is justifiable. I mean, that's their whole rift on this. So are other schools other than California, do you think, talking this decolonization stuff? Yes. 
um, it, it, it is it is creeping up and popping up. And the way that the curriculum is being taught is oftentimes leaving children in some of the darkest times of our our, our, our generation, or, or, excuse me, in our country. And, and the kids aren't really being taught about the foundational principles of America, uh, about freedom and, and liberty. And, and they are being divided in class with things like privilege walks. Um, with with um, academic standards being changed uh, mm-hmm. in the school, this idea of you know diversity, equity, and inclusion um, being pushed across America, and that's in every school district in the country, um, where there's this focus on creating equity and, and creating equal outcomes, and and changing the way that the teaching is happening, that the grading is happening in the schools in order to um, secure equal outcomes, and what that ends up doing is is grouping kids together and 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 having them. Um, kind of curb their abilities in the classroom, not fully opening up and unfolding their full potential. And again, pitting them against themselves. We had a a situation in Tennessee with a curriculum. There was a a little boy in class who didn't want anyone to know that his father was white Um, and came home and was very upset, didn't want his dad to pick him up at school. And this curriculum was toxic. It was teaching this ideology to the kids of, you know, if you're white, you're bad. If you're black, you're good. Um, And you know, we're talking about six and seven year olds. Sure. Um, and so it, it, it's toxic. Um, it's not what children need. Um, and we know that this ideology in California, um, I mean, Black Lives Matter and their original tenets, very anti-Semitic. And so, you know, I think uh, Americans and, 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 and many Jewish people would talk about anti-Semitism and, and we knew that it existed. But I don't think any Americans really realize the extent uh, to where it is now in America and what we're seeing in these college campuses. I know my own daughter's in college right now, and there was an anti-Israel protest. People were arrested. It's very scary um, for these kids in school to see the hate that's being leveled at them. And we want every child to feel safe and secure um, on school campuses. That's what DEI pro- professes to be about, but that's not really what it looks like um, in practice. Well, I'm glad that a uh, prominent group like Moms for Liberty, though, particularly on this colonization, decolonization it's kind of like a couple of years ago when you guys, or, or uh, I'm not sure if you were even in operation at, at that point, but you were on it nationally, critical race theory. This is another of these harebrained hate theories, the colonization, decolonization, that uh, these college kids are enunciating. They're clearly, uh, even if they don't say all the language, the leaders of these protests, etc., the signs... They do talk about colonization a lot. Yes. I mean, and you have to understand, you know, ethnic studies is kind of a bait and switch. They say that it's about teaching culture, but in reality, it's, it's really born out of a lot of these Marxist ideas. Um, and in and, and Salinas in California, I mean, they're, they're learning uh, from Foucault, Antonio Gramsci, Paolo Ferreri, Angela Davis, France Fanon. I mean, when you really break down, and I really suggest to anyone that's listening to look at the um, identity politics and the way that the ethnic studies pits uh, students against each other, it's toxic and it needs to stop. You know, what happens in California, again, as I said, doesn't stay in California. And, and, you know, in ninth grade, students in California, one of the, one of the standards is decoloniality, regeration and social justice, including counter genocide. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Counter genocide. That that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the oppressed, it, it reminds me, uh, Tiffany, when we were told that only certain groups can be racist. And even if you're doing things that are racist, 
and you're in the oppressed group or whatever they say is the oppressed group, you can't be a racist. You don't have the power. And we're hearing the same thing with Hamas here. Anything they did here is justifiable. Some of the bolder ones actually just spit it out and say it. Yep. There's a matrix of social identity and what they call intersectional power. And they really want the the kids to break down what that power is, what it looks like, who's holding them back, what they can do to be against them. Um, And and again, you know, we don't have kids reading uh, in school. And so when you look at this indoctrination that's happening on the school campuses, and then you see that only 17% of black students are reading on grade level, only 21% of of Hispanic students, less than half of white students and the low 40% are reading on grade level. These kids aren't being taught how to read or to write or to do math or to think for themselves. Um, And and they're being taught this toxic ideology that makes them hate everyone around them and, and divides our country. And so from the White House down, you're seeing this being pushed all across America, kids dissecting themselves based on race, based on gender, based on religion, and then pit, being pitted against each other. Nothing good comes from this. And it's certainly not what America was founded on, the principles America was founded on. And so, you know, I, the left, the radical left, in my opinion, is losing right now. I think we're seeing a plan that they wanted to, to play out, and we're seeing what that looks like. And, and at every turn, um, I think the majority, the vast majority of Americans are horrified by what happened in Israel. We're horrified to see on our college campuses these students rising up and, and the hate that's being directed at the Jewish students and Jewish people and in Israel. And so, you know, we're just standing firm on this issue. There is no room for discrimination. There is no room for hate. Um, we want families to be respected. We want women and children to be respected. Um, and we will continue to fight for parental rights because parents have that fundamental right to direct the upbringing of their children. And the government, no one should be getting in the way of that. What's the website, for, uh, Tiffany Justice, for Moms for Liberty? Where do people go? Yeah, go to momsforliberty.org. There's a big map there. You can click on the map in the state that you live in. You'll see if we have a county, a chapter in your state. We're set up by county. If we don't have a chapter, click the start one. This is a, a great movement of liberty-minded people uh, who are fighting for the survival of America. Tiffany, thank you. Thanks for uh, contacting us anytime we're here. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. All right, that's this week in anti-Semitism, this week in mobs across the country, and there's going to be more of it, and we'll have some of the better people on to talk about how to push back against this. Thanks to Dan for producing. Thank you for listening. Tell other people about reading, writing, and reason. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.